Hey, welcome back. This is InPod, your home for all things inflow. As always, I'm your host, Nick Sweeney. And sorry about last week. Uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks here at Inflow recently. We've got a lot of really fun stuff happening internally, and I'm sure I'll be sharing it with you guys here shortly, uh, but not just yet. So what I want to do today is talk about deploying SolidWorks PDM to your users. Now, note that this is assuming you already have a PDM vault installed. You've got something set up so that your users are ready to be set up to start running this tool. They just aren't necessarily running it yet. So that's the first thing. But there's two parts to this whole thing that I want to talk about. And the first is what you would think of for a physical deployment is actually installing the software that your users are going to be working on. So how do we get people set up? What can we do to make that efficient? What can we do to make that easier? Um, what are the different kinds of deployments that we might want to be doing? Now, the second part of this, it's not something that you might think of as part of the deployment, but it's something that happens with the deployment. And that is getting your users to buy in and getting them trained on how to use the software. You can have the greatest software in the world. You can have the greatest tool ever. It does everything anyone could ever want it to. But if nobody uses it, then what's the point? So that's what we want to talk about today. How can we get your users not only started on PDM from the installation point of view, how can we get their vault view set up? How can we get them to access PDM properly? But how can we then train them? How can we get them to understand, here's how I use the vault. Here's why I should use the vault. What kinds of things can we do there? So that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, so first off, how do we install this software to get people up and going? Well, what's really important to remember is that SolidWorks PDM is just another kind of SolidWorks license that you have to install. So installation, it's actually very, very simple. All you have to do is install a vault view and connect them up. So this is nice for a couple of reasons. The first is for your SolidWorks users, this means that they can just install PDM as part of doing their typical SolidWorks deployment. All they have to say is that they want to also install their vault view. So then all they have to do is go through and do view setup at the end, and then they can get set up on SolidWorks PDM. It's really easy for them. It doesn't change their typical SolidWorks deployment too much. So it makes it a lot easier on the people that are going to be using PDM the most anyway. The second reason that installing PDM is very simple and that makes it pretty nice is that the installation is not this big bulky software. I've talked about this constantly with PDM. I talk about it on every single demo that I do and every single discussion I have with customers, you know, how hard is PDM to use? PDM, the installation of it's not very hard from the client perspective. The servers is a whole different story and that's something that we're not going to talk about that today, but you do need to make sure that you understand the server part of it. But for installing your users, it's not this bid software, it's installing essentially a window into those servers. It's giving them a way to see what's happening in the servers. Now, yes, they do technically work on local files. Uh, that's the whole point of the local cache. However, it's not like you're doing this bid program where you have to launch it and then you have to wait for it to load up and then you have to do this, that, and the other to access it. And then you have to uh, do two-factor authentication. You don't have to do all of that. It's just another folder that you're accessing. So the installation can be very, very simple for your users. In fact, let me take it one step further. Your installation of PDM might include Web2. Now, this does mean you're on PDM Professional. So if you're not on PDM Professional, you might as well just skip like the next 40 seconds. Please don't actually do listen because Web2 is a really cool way of accessing SolidWorks PDM. I've talked about this a while back. This was maybe like the third episode of InPod that I ever did. What Web2 does is it gives you a web portal, web access to SolidWorks PDM. It basically means that you don't have to maintain your clients anymore. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't have to worry about their usernames and their passwords and their permissions. You still have to do all of that. 
but you don't have to go through and do a view setup. And when they can't log in, you have to uninstall their view and then reinstall their view. You don't have to do all of that. Instead, Web2 is just a web link. Now, it might be a local link. It might be one that you actually put on a website somewhere that other people outside your company can access. That's up to you. That's up to your IT and how they want to do it. But what makes Web2 so nice for your users that need to access it, again, talking quickly about Web2, it's not a tool that I as a software user would want to use constantly. It's not great. It works in a pinch. But really, it's a tool more for like lightweight users of PDM. But if you have those lightweight users, it means that all you have to do when you upgrade them or when you install PDM and you give them their username and their password, all you have to do is give them a link and say, here's your username and password. That is it. That is the only thing you have to do. You don't have to install anything for them. You don't have to go around to each computer and upgrade them and, and click through nets, 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 nets. You don't have to do that. Instead, it's very easy to get them up and going. So this is great if you've got those lightweight users, if you've got like salespeople that are just going to be accessing the files, if you've got manufacturing that they're just going to go on a website and open up on their screen in front of them. This is the drawing. This is everything. Zoom in on it. Okay, this is where I'm making the cuts. If you've got those kinds of people that are just accessing files, just viewing them for the most part, Web2 is a great alternative. And I definitely encourage you check that out if you haven't done it already, because it makes deploying PDM to new users or existing users when you upgrade them, makes it very, very easy. But how can we make this even easier? Because not everybody uses Web2. And even if you use Web2, it's probable that not everybody in your company is using Web2. Instead, it's probably like people that aren't in engineering. So what can we do for engineers in particular or for just a basic deployment of PDM, whether we're looking at PDM standard or PDM professional, what can we really do? And it depends on the size of your deployment. So if we're talking about two or three or four users, well, deploying them manually one by one, you can get all of the people in a room at once and say, okay, so click here and then click here and then click here and then here and then you're done. You can do it. It's not too terribly difficult. That's what we'll see for most people. If you've got a smaller deployment, just a handful of users, or if you really trust your users and you say, yeah, they, they always do their SolidWorks upgrades themselves anyway, or they always do their SolidWorks installations themselves. So when we install PDM, we'll just show them what to do and that's easy enough. Perfect. You can deploy PDM by hand. Another very popular tool though, and it becomes more and more popular the more people you have, is an admin image. And if you've ever gone through the SolidWorks installation manager, you've probably seen it. Because there's uh, individual installation, and then there's like admin image, and then there's install from a network, and then there's download. That admin image option is what's going to let you basically create a template for SolidWorks and PDM. And you can deploy this out to your individual clients. Now, most people that I talk to, they don't create their own images. They'll actually have like Inflow or, or whoever their reseller is. They'll create those images for them because it's something that we do it pretty frequently. And we know what we're doing. But the reason that I don't see people doing it for really small deployments or even just a handful, or even up to like 10 users, is because to do these images, it does take, take some time and it takes some planning. So is it worth it to do it for just a handful of users? Maybe not so much. No, maybe it is for you. Maybe you've got this really complex deployment, a lot of different software packages that you need to give everybody. In that case, maybe it does make sense. But if you're just saying, look, we're just giving them SOLIDWORKS Professional and then access to PDM standard, well, you probably don't want a PDM admin image to deploy PDM and SOLIDWORKS. Instead, we would just worry about one thing. Now, images, you can only use one per machine. So there is the whole thing of you have to make sure that it includes what each person needs. So if you've got different software deployments, those are different option files, essentially is how you do it. I don't want to dig into admin images because it can get really complicated very, very quickly. But that's one way that we'll see people deploy their PDM and deploy their SOLIDWORKS in general. 
it makes it a whole lot easier on you because all you have to do is ship out this image using whatever software you want. We don't have one in particular that we like to use. Uh, if you've got in IT something that's like, yeah, this is how we roll out other software packages, roll it out the same way. We can probably use it. I mean, talk to us, but you can definitely do that. We just roll that out and then they say, okay, so then click here, execute and run, and then you're done. It's easy. Links them to the right server, installs their vault view, installs their SolidWorks, everything that they need all in one shot. Boom, they're done. They're happy. So let's talk about the second part of installation and deployment, and that is really buy-in. Because like I said earlier, you can have the greatest PDM setup in history. It can do everything you could possibly dream of. There's nothing your users could possibly ask for. But if they all say, well, I'd rather just use my USB stick and pass that around the conference room, then it's a waste. So how can we get these people on board? How can we get them to love PDM like you do? You're listening to Impod. You must have some reason that you like PDM, or at least you're curious about PDM. How can we get them to see in PDM what you see in PDM or what I see in PDM or what everybody that I've ever had as a guest on here sees in PDM? Well, depending on where you are, you might want to go through a training course. That's actually one thing that we at Inflow like to do is at the end of a deployment of PDM. So we'll, we'll do an installation. We'll get you guys set up on PDM. We always like to do an end user training course. Get your people in a room, sit them down for an hour or two or, or three or four, how many hours it takes. And we'll go through and show them, here's how you do your workflow transitions. Here's how you access your data cards. Here's how you open a file. Here's how you check it out, how you log in, log out. It's a really nice way of just getting people on the same page, making sure that everybody can ask their questions, ask the expert. Uh, one of my coworkers, Justin Louts, he likes to say stump, he likes to call them like stump the chump sessions. And that's exactly what it is. Like it, people are asking us questions. Well, how do I do that? How do I do that? How do I do that? That's the whole point of those. Get us in a training course, sit down with us, and we'll walk you through step by step. How do you use PDM? You can also do that outside of a PDM implementation. Like if you've just hired on a group of interns and you want them to go through one of those courses, either Inflow or your local reseller, bring us in. Let us help you out. It, it's a training course. It's the whole point of it. Take the stress off of you. If maybe that's not something that you need to do, though, you know, maybe you've just brought on one new person and, and you don't have a really complex system, you just need to get them up and going. What resources are out there? Well, there is a ton of blog and YouTube content. Quick plug for some of the stuff I've been working on. Over the last couple of months, I started working on a PDM Day in the Life user series. If you remember last year, Mike King and I did a series, SolidWorks PDM Day in Life Administrator Series. We walked you through like how to make workflow changes, how to add content to your data card, how to link your variables to your custom properties. We walked you through some of the basic administrator tasks. And a lot of the requests that we got following that was, well, hey, we should really have something out there for users because people would call us up and ask, well, how easy is it for my users to, to access this vault? How easy is it for them to find the files that they need and to check them out and then log in? Is it really as easy as you say? And if I'm on the phone with them, sure, yeah, I can jump on my demo and say, yeah, look, here's how you check out a file. Here's how you transition it. It's easy. And okay, yeah, I, may, it, I understand. It makes sense. But that doesn't work for everybody. So I have a series of YouTube videos out there. I think it's nine or 10 now. There's a couple more that I need to be working on. Uh, they should be going up here pretty soon. But it walks you through basically how do I use this? Uh, how do I transition a file through a workflow? How do I open it? How do I check a file out and check a file in? How do I create a new file? How do I use templates? Lots and lots of different questions that we're going to be asked on a regular basis. Essentially, it runs you through a very simple version of the end user training. Now, it's not customized. Like end user training, it's typically at least somewhat customized to your vault. Obviously, I can't customize YouTube video for each and every user. That'd be cool if I could, but I can't. So check out the YouTube content. Check out my videos. And if you don't want to look at my videos, if you're tired of hearing my voice, have to listen to this podcast, which I don't blame you. 
you can find other YouTube content. There's a lot out there. There are a lot of really great blogs. I know we've got a few on Inflow talking about how you as a user do stuff. But all of this stuff, I think, ties into one more resource. And there are going to be people that will turn off the podcast when I say this. A best practice document. Maintaining and creating a best practice document is going to be the most important thing you can do for SolidWorks PDM for a couple of reasons. The first, PDM is this growing, changing, evolving tool for you. Maintaining a tool, it can be pretty boring. I was watching a clip on YouTube last night about infrastructure, which infrastructure, yeah, it sounds boring. And really, infrastructure is boring, except for when things go wrong. So we want to make sure that things are always going right. So maintaining that means that we make sure our users always understand when you get to this stage of a workflow and you click to transition it, here's why you would go one of three different ways. You know, does this one go to management to check? Does this one go to appear to check? What options do I have to go through? Now, you might have your workflow set up so that you don't have to ask those questions, but having that best practice document to explain not only here's what you do, here is why you do it. And that's the second part of this. We need a document that explains why do I do stuff? Because you as a company, you as a user, you have different reasons for doing different things that you would do. Why is it on our data cards we track this information, but we don't track this other information? Where in my data card do I find this information? I'm filling out my description. Where do I pull this information from? You know, what are our standards for how the description is set up? What kind of things should I type in my history? Creating a best practice document. That was one of my first jobs when I joined Inflow as a consultant right out of college. I was doing some maintenance on best practice documents, making sure that they were all up to date. It's a boring job, but it's important because if everybody's on the same page, well, when you bring on a new hire, you can give them this two, three page document that explains, here's how we use Sawdots PDM. Here's why we use Sawdots PDM. In addition to that, here's some YouTube content so that you can actually see the pits and clicks, understand kind of what's happening related to our document. When you use those in tandem together, it makes it really easy for you to get new users on board. They'll see the benefit of PDM. They'll understand, well, here's why we search, because when we search, we can find our files 10 times faster than we could with Windows search. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a whole lot more sense than why I would want to search for stuff instead of clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking. Explain to users why they do this. That's why we have our best practice documents. So if you want your users to be deployed, first, install their software. Now that might be with Web2. And if it's Web2, great. You've got a really easy installation ahead of you. All you have to do is upgrade that web server, make sure that they can still log in. That's all you have to do. You might want to get them installed one by one, send it out as typical SolidWorks deployment. Just tell them, hey, yeah, uh, check the bots for SolidWorks PDM client, go through your view setup. Here's all you have to do. Nice and easy. Maybe you want to use an admin image. But once we get them installed, get them bought in. So if you're changing something, make sure you let them know. Here's what we changed in our latest upgrade. Or here's why we have implemented PDM. Uh, here's why you're installing SolidWorks PDM. And here's a best practice document, as well as a YouTube playlist. Or, hey, we're going to send you guys through a user training course. Please block off the following day uh, in the afternoon for an end user training class where you're going to go through it with, with an inflow consultant. They're going to walk you through our vault and explain to you why we do stuff. Please bring questions and bring pizza. That kind of stuff. It's an easy thing to do, but there's a lot that goes into it because we want them to use the system. We want them to see what you see in PDM. We want them to love the system and want to be in the system and want to give you guys ways to improve your system because... PDM is a constant improvement. It's not a software. It's not a set it and forget it tool. It's one that your workflow is always changing. Your company is always changing. Let's make sure that PDM is always changing with it. And with that, make sure that the deployment of your users is always consistent and that your users are always going to be in this tool and using it to its full potential. 
So that's all I've got topic-wise for this week, very quickly, because I did miss last week. I do want to give you guys an update on some upcoming topics for InPod. If you missed it, a couple months back, uh, CATI acquired a company called Kalynx. Kalynx does a lot with solid simulation. I think I talked with Robert and Bill about this uh, on our simulation podcast back in October. They do a lot of stuff with simulation, and I'm fascinated by simulation. It's one of my favorite parts of SolidWorks. I love physics, which it makes me sound really nerdy, but I'm also hosting a data management podcast. I really, really like physics and understanding all of that. And Kalynx does a lot of stuff with simulation services. So do you need us to do you need someone to run an FEA on something? I, I don't know. It's up to however you want to do it. So one of the things I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be bringing in Joe Formicola, and we're going to talk about Kalings and some of the things that they do and the concept behind it. That's what I'm going to be doing here. Maybe next week. It might be the following week. I, I haven't locked in a specific day with Joe, but we've talked about it, and, and we're both really excited about doing it. Beyond that, I also have some more 3D experience topics coming up. I've talked to some people up at So. They've given me a laundry list of items saying, hey, people are asking us about this. We really could use you talking to someone out there and getting this out there so we can broadcast it out to the world. We're going to be doing some more stuff. I'm going to be talking to some people up to so. I don't have the guests locked in stone yet. I know who I'm going to be reaching out to to talk to, uh, but that's going to be coming up. We're going to be talking more about like security on the 3D experience platform and getting people involved and what kinds of things you can do. So that's what I've got coming up in the near future. But for this week, I hope you guys got something out of deploying SolidWorks PDM. Definitely check out uh, the different tools that we've got. Check out YouTube. Uh, check out our website. Lots of different things you can do. So that's all I've got for this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend, and I will talk to you guys next week. See you.